0: Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCork, founder of God Hope Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God.
1: Yes, welcome once again to Kingdom Talk Radio on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. Yes, we're here every Saturday from 12 to 1. We have an exciting uh, program here for you today, and we're just... Seeking the Lord and searching His Word to find out how can we move forward as subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Welcome once again, and as always, we have our co-host here, Loto from Loto Ministries. Loto, it's always a privilege to be here with you in Jesus' name.
0: Blessings always mine, Dennis. Good afternoon, everybody.
1: Yes, and you know, we have a very special guest here today. We have Pastor Jesse Alvarez from Valley Life Community Church in Selma. Pastor Jesse, what a joy to meet you and have you here.
2: Thank you very much for the invitation.
1: Well, it's important that we gather and we talk about what's going on in the culture Mm -hmm. and how we as citizens of the kingdom of God take a stand and how can we do it in love but uncompromisingly. So there's that tension between mercy and truth. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other as the scriptures say, So how do we do that? And having heard about what you're doing there at Valley Life Community Church in Selma has really piqued my interest to get to know you and to learn about your ministry and to participate, because I'm looking forward to a very special event, and many of us are looking forward to it coming up here in Selma uh, on the 21st. That is Saturday at Valley Life Community Church, and uh, that starts at 9 a.m., and it runs to 12 p.m. It's Crisis in Our Classrooms Mm. Conference, and you've got a couple great speakers, and you're going to have a panel there, including Jim Franklin. That is correct. Yeah. Sandy Tarosian, who's well-known by many Mm. people right here in the Fresno-Clovis area. But uh, Jim Doman, who is the founder of Church United, he's had a great impact. We'll talk a little bit about him. Sure. And then also Dran Reese from uh, Salt and Light. But uh, why are you doing this? Pastor?
2: Well yeah you you know what the lord calls us to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world and go. uh as uh, as followers of Jesus Christ uh, we have an obligation we have a responsibility and a duty to be a voice of truth and uh that means that we need to be uncompromising we need to tell the truth with love and compassion. We need to uh, have compassion without compromise. Mm. And when we're speaking to the culture, we're not called of God to condemn people. We're mm. called of God to speak truth uh, to the culture. Yep. And uh, the Church of Jesus Christ has that obligation. We have a responsibility. And, and uh, we know that the culture is not uh, more and more becoming less and less uh, church-friendly, and uh but, in spite of those uh, realities uh we must uh, you know that the Church of Jesus Christ is the hope of the world yeah yes. well you know we That's we right. we have the message. Of a hope for a culture and a society that is going in the wrong direction, and somebody needs to stand at the crossroads and uh, raise, a, you know, uh, an neon warning sign that says you're you're headed in the wrong direction. Amen. And who better to do that than those of us that represent truth? And we know that that truth is Jesus Christ.
1: And we ought not uh, to be bashful about it. Uh, you know, but, we, I mean, goodness, we've got the goods. We need to deliver the goods, uh, but it's in the spirit of Christ that we do it. Uh, there was one. Uh, Pastor, you know, is well-known, um, I won't mention his name, but, but he, he had mentioned, you know, how that uh, the enemy knows that we're not going to compromise on the principles of life, mm-hmm. you know, of, of sexual purity, but he can get us many too often to compromise in the way in which we take a stand, mm-hmm. how we do it. So we need to do both. We need to be uncompromising for those principles, but also do it, as you mentioned, Pastor, mm-hmm. you know, in love and in reaching people. And we were talking about that earlier here at the studio about how that, you know, uh, it says in the in scriptures that the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more unto the perfect day or the noonday sun. And it says, but the way of the wicked is as darkness. Mm. They know not at what they stumble. Mm-hmm. So we're in the light and we're looking over there and we're seeing people just stumbling. And we're saying, what in the world are they thinking, Mike, taking kids to a drag queen you know, re- reading hour at the library. You got to be kidding me! What is, what are they thinking? And if we're not careful, we're not recognizing that these people are they're they're blind, they're in the darkness. Okay, they they are wounded, mm-hmm. and and we need to reach them with yeah. the gospel. Yes, bring the truth, but bring it in love, and and set the captives free.
2: Yeah, and in order for, uh, for us to be able to do that, the, the 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 members of the local church are waiting for the cue. Of uh, leadership from their pastor mm. and uh, you know one of the biggest reasons uh, two reasons why we're having this crisis in our classrooms conference on saturday january 21st yeah. is to is to inform the pastor of the local church as well as the congregants we need to be educated in this of Come course we on. want to we want the educators to be present we want people yes. of influence to be present but the pastor of the local church needs to know that he is not standing alone And that Mm. we need him. We need the pastor of the local church to be bold, to be courageous, and to take a stand for, as we, uh, as I'm saying, for truth. And the truth is, in regards to the things that are going to be addressed, is the sexualization of our children. It is demonic. It is evil. And uh, pastors cannot be cowards. No, pastors must be courageous. And we need the pastors, the people in our pews are sitting there, they're looking at their pastor, and they're wondering, is my pastor, going? Is, mm. is he going to have the guts, the boldness, the courage to tell us what's going on in the culture? The people in the local church, they know what's going on, but is the pastor uh, uh, speaking to the culture? Yeah. Is the pastor uh, uh, preaching from Scripture? Uh, is the pastor providing truth from the Word of God? for them to leave that Sunday morning service and go out there and be a light in the darkness and be bold and be courageous. Uh, you know, we I think we've all heard of the stats and they're, they're uh, devastating that nine out of 10 pastors will not address these issues in America. That's a ton.
1: That is way too many. And the thing is, well, King David's victory uh, against Goliath was not just a victory for David. It was a kingdom victory and the level of faith and courage amongst the whole kingdom of Israel rose when he slew Goliath. And as leaders, as pastors, as evangelists, you know, we need to be those ones that are going out and slaying the giant so that they, there's an example and that it will set the stage for others to do so. But the common, uh, subterfuge that is used when pastors say they don't want to go there and talking about these things, I don't want to be political. But it's about being principled, isn't it, Pastor Jesse? That's it's about right. bringing biblical truth. My goodness, absolutely. when we're reading through, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that you and your children may live. What a great opportunity to talk about life in the womb. Absolutely. What about Adam and Eve? You know, God created man and woman, male and female, created he them. So a man may leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife. You know, and what a great opportunity to talk about traditional marriage. Yeah. What about yeah. God of the nations? He set the boundaries of the nations. Paul, before Mars, you can talk about having a secure border. Absolutely. Nations have borders. Absolutely. And loving the stranger, loving the... These are principles. These are kingdom principles. There's no excuse to not... Talk about these things, is there?
2: Absolutely, and, and you know, one, one of the things that, that 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 has happened in our country is that too far too many of us, and I'm, I'm talking about by the millions of evangelicals in America, we have been to a certain degree we've been shaped by this culture. Our worldview has been has been blurred and and uh, by, the uh, by the cult, by the cult, by the cult, the sure. Yeah, Whether there's the spirit of Jezebel yeah. operating over this country, uh, witchcraft. But there just seems to be that far too many spiritual leaders have bought into uh, uh, not being able to just have a, a clear understand between what's political and what's more and what's spiritual. So here's the thing: uh, leading up to the uh, 11, the midterm elections in November, I took uh, I took some time from the pulpit, uh, been preaching through the through the Book of Acts, and I, and I paused and I said, "Church." We're going to take uh, some time for the next several Sundays leading up to the election, and I'm going to be pre-preaching on God in government, hmm. and because we need to be educated wow. from God's holy word. What, what, what well, God in government. What, what does the My Bible Lord. say about that? Well. God is the founder of government. Yes, sir. God established government. Yes. And would God create government and then step out of it mm. and then tell his church to stay out of it?
0: Yeah. Absolutely Brother. not.
2: God created government, and we learn from the founding papers of the United States of America, from the very first yes. chief justice of the United States, yes. that it's in the best interest of the nation to have Christians in government. Yes, Mm-hmm. We are the ones that have a moral compass. We're the ones that have a, a, a moral understanding between yeah. right and wrong. So if you take uh, Christians out of government, you've taken the salt out, you've taken the light out. So what do you have left over?
1: The con- You've taken yeah. the conscience out. You've taken Amen. the conscience out. You've taken the light out. Absolutely. You have darkness. Look, what you have is darkness.
2: Absolutely. The absence of
1: darkness, by definition, is the absence of light.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: And so what sphere of the world has Christ told us not to go into? Yeah. No sphere. All spheres go into all the world, and we're not going to shrink back, even though they're using terms like Christian nationalism to try and bludgeon us into a corner. And no, we will not be silent. We are called to be that prophetic voice into the body, into media, into education, into every sphere, on the street corner, in the grocery store. We are the light of the world, Jesus said, because... He is the light of the world, that's and Loto, right. you know, Amen. this is near and dear to your heart, and and yeah. you know, God has called you, and you're taking a stand in so many ways in the public square. But doesn't this just ring true to oh you? Oh my
0: gosh, Pastor Jesse, thank you for taking a stand like this, you know, or this Amen. stand. You know, uh, uh Dennis, you you mentioned the story of uh, David and Goliath. There's a part in there that that we don't pay enough attention to, and that's when you know the end of the the, the victory. It didn't end with him uh, hitting uh, Goliath with the stone. No, actually, he went and knocked his head off. (laughs) Lopped it off, you know. (laughs) Lopped his head off, and and then picked it up and put it up, Mm. and put it up. And that's that's the thing that we're missing in leadership. Mm. We need leaders who's going to get and put the head of the enemy up for the rest of us, the congregants, as you say, Pastor, Mm -hmm. to know like, oh, it's okay to do that. Mm -hmm. It's okay to do that because we have too many pastors who's poo pooing, you know, uh, government politics, and oh, we shouldn't get involved with that. My biggest problem is that. Is, is we're not supposed to get involved with government or politics, but we're supposed to live with their decisions mm. and, and, and the catastrophe that, mm. that that they're creating. You know, so so thank you so much, you know, because we do we you know and I thank God for, for my pastor, man, you know, we have a lot of you know leaders, you know, that we, we know in our own circles that they're willing to take the stand but not enough. Mm-hmm. especially when you have nine out of ten that that's will not correct. address this thing. That's no, correct. No, no, like you said, that's tons. That's way too many. So mm-hmm. thank you for being you know, that, that one out of ten. You know, And, and we need to keep doing this, and, and I pray that we do this often because that one needs to go up to nine and way up to ten. That's right. We need every pastor that's engaged because you, you mentioned it, Dennis. In what, what, what area did God say, okay, I want you to do this, except that? That's one word that God doesn't use in terms like this. He doesn't use accept. But the term that he does use is, or else, mm. you know, or else. So we do mm. need to get engaged. It, it, we are the hope of the world. And as long as we're not engaged, we're robbing the world of the hope that God gave us to give them.
2: Mm.
1: You know, and so this, this conference is so important here coming up on the 21st on Saturday from 9 to 12 at Valley Life Community Church. We have Pastor Jim Doman coming, mm. uh, and uh, he's the founder of Church United. I've met Jim. I uh, met him in oh, Sacramento. And uh, he's doing a great work uh, really throughout the state, but around the nation. But uh, one of the things was, you know, he's he was uh, ex-gay. Yes. He's been married. He has several children. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful wife. They've been married mm-hmm. for decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he was there on the uh, bill there in Sacramento that was trying to make it illegal to counsel someone uh, out of the lifestyle of homosexuality. And so there were pastors and leaders that were there. We spoke in the... In the assembly room, I I went up to the microphone. They, They only give you so much time. Sure. Right? So you have to say who you are, what you do, okay? And then yes or no. So I got up to the microphone. I said who I was and what I do. I'm Dennis McCourt. I'm an evangelist. I preach the gospel of Jesus Christ that he died for our sins and rose again. And I'm against this bill. Mm. (laughs) I worked the gospel into my little introduction. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. And uh, in fact, Jack Hibbs was there. Oh, okay. And so he high-fived me on the way down as I was sitting down. Praise God. um, And we'll talk about uh, Pastor Hibbs here in just a minute because you have something else going on there down the road. But Jim Doman is an amazing leader. Uh, and he stood there with many ex-gay uh, mm. people that said, Beautiful. look, if nobody counseled me, I would still be stuck in that bondage, mm. that darkness. Mm-hmm. So we need to be free in
2: America. Amen.
1: Amazing. You know, First Amendment, you know, we need to exercise our First Amendment rights. So, so you bring bringing Jim in. We'll talk about him a little bit. And then Dran Reese, the founder of Salt and Light, met her as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually were in Sacramento at another time awesome. together. We went and handed out... Books to every single representative, went to their offices. Wow. It was um, uh, uh, Jim Garlow's book, well
2: versed. Right. That's right. So yes. we
1: delivered every single wow. one. And I'll just say this um, our local representative at the time, uh, Democrat, uh, the, the office manager said, Well, I, I don't want it. And I said, I, I, I took it back and I walked and I walked back in. I said, You know what? I came all the way here from Central California, I'm, I'm a constituent. I need you to, you're going to deliver this to, and so he ended up taking the book, <laughs> but, but anyhow, yes, so these are two great leaders, uh, yeah. and you also have a panel that's going to be there. Tell us a little bit more about
2: that, please. Sure, absolutely. Well, you know what, uh, these are some of the, uh, uh, what I would consider to be, you know, the experts, they, yeah. they're, they're doing it, they're making it happen, they're coming alongside the pastor the local church to empower them with knowledge you, and with uh, greater insight of what's happening behind closed doors in those classrooms in the public square. And uh, as uh, many of us know, we've known them as public schools. But then we it went from public schools to government schools, and now more like to schools of destruction. Mm-hmm. Children's lives and their minds and their innocent minds are being, uh, they're being formed and shaped into believing a worldview that is anti-God, anti-family, and this is being set on a path to uh, self-destruction and the destruction of a society and of a culture. And so with Jim Doman, his background and the burden that God's given to him to come alongside and help the pastors of the local church, uh, with, uh, <clears throat> and you know what? And one of the things is courage. You know, you're talking about King David, you've, you've been, we've been talking about him. And that is that people are waiting for leadership yes. to step up to the plate, to step up to the front. And when, and, and when, and when the populace begin to see someone, uh, uh taking a bold, courageous step, Amen. that in and of itself encourages and empowers others to, to say, you know what? If he can do it, I can do it. Let's rise up and let's go. Uh, Dan Reese, you know, uh, the founder of Sunlight Council, the same, with such an incredible burden to see pastors. Now, you know what, uh, uh, Dennis, what I keep hearing uh, from some of these parachurch organizational leaders is they're they're crying out for the shepherds in America to rise up and to be bold and to take a stand for some of the things that they are already doing. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what, I'm a pastor of a local church. Here we have people sitting in our pews, and and they're so hungry. For leadership. So I praise God that uh, we're going to be having them on that particular day. And, uh, and my hope and prayer is that we will truly be able to, you know, with eyes wide open, see what's going on in the culture and then respond with mm. courage and with boldness and say, I'm going to rise up and I'm going to do something about it. Yes. And, uh, you know, they're going to be making available resources and tools. You're going to be there, like I said, a moment ago, uh, there'll be tables there with uh, uh, how to... Uh, You know what, Uh, uh, parents, uh, to do homeschooling, Uh, you know, so many parents, there's so many different myths of why they can't homeschool, where we're going to dispel those myths. And Dren Reese is going to be one of the best, I believe, on that panel to to talk about it. And then, of course, others. Uh, Jim Franklin. Jim Franklin will be a part of that panel and uh, several others. Sandy Trojans. Yeah, that that is correct. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so uh, we're going to be able to walk away with uh, not only with hope, but with practical tools and you know what? And and uh, this uh, this cr- conference, uh, it's not going to be the end. It's going to be the beginning of mm-hmm. a, a, an ongoing conversation yes. because we're, we're facing an uphill Amen. battle. It's Amen. not going to be something that's going to be done over with mm-hmm. on January the 21st. No. We need to stay in the fight. We need to encourage one another. Brother. And we need to know that, you know what, this, and, and you know, another thing, Dennis, this is a spiritual warfare. Yes, it and is. And we cannot forget about that. This yes. is a spiritual battle. Yes, we're going to talk about homeschooling and, and even turn some of our houses of worship into uh, uh, Christian schools. You know, I'm yeah. open to the, open it up, Valley Life, as a, as a church that will provide uh, education as an mm, alternative. Yeah. Uh, we're going to hear about the public school exit. Dran Reese will talk about that. We need to... Uh, be mobilized, and we need to, uh, in a hurry, try to, uh, as as fast, as quickly as we can, get our kids out of the public school.
1: It's a multifaceted problem, and it's going to take a multifaceted approach uh, to this. It is about the exodus from the public schools, okay, but it's also about, for those who can't leave because of finances, because of careers or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, how to equip them to take a stand, and how to inoculate their children against these lies. You're listening to Kingdom Talk Radio here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. We're broadcasting live from the luxurious Manchester studios. We're reverberating from the Central Valley, bouncing off the Sierras, back into the valley, bringing the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God. And we're talking all things kingdom here, and how we as citizens move forward to confront the cult, sure, with the truth in love. And this is one way to really be equipped yeah. is to show up on the 21st there on Saturday at 9 o'clock in Selma, Valley Life Community Church, uh, and uh, bring some friends, get the word out, and let's uh, let's be equipped uh, by God's word. You know, he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Pastor Jesse, it's such a joy to get to know you and to uh, hear your heart Because it's 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 the Lord's heart. Let's just face it, this isn't your idea. This isn't my idea. That's right. This is the Lord. Suffer the little children to come unto me. You know, uh, it's better that a millstone would be uh, put around one's neck and cast into the sea than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. This is His heartbeat. That's right. And so we're just following Him. He's our leader. We're His disciples, and He's championing this in us. Mm. And we're not going to shrink
2: back, are we? That's right. No, we're not. We're not, we, we cannot afford no. to do that. Jesus gave us that parable in Matthew 25, and he says at the end uh, to those that were faithful in clothing and feeding and caring and visiting those in prison, and, and et cetera, he said he's going to say to them one day, well done. In mm. order to receive a well done, we need to do well. Oh, we need to do well, and it doing well work. is being a voice mm. for these precious children in these schools and um, we need the pastors to be well-doers. We need the pastors yeah. to be lead by example. We need the pastors to be that model. We need the pastors to, to lead. Leads Leaders lead from the front, not from behind. To be obedient.
1: We need pastors yeah. to be obedient
2: to the great commandment, of the great God. commission. Saul of Tarsus, who later became Paul, said to King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. There you we, go. We, you know, you know. Uh, uh, this is the hour. We are privileged to be alive at the end of time when we're going to see and witness the coming of the Lord. Yes. And we are privileged. We have an opportunity for oh us to gosh. experience yes. and encounter the living God in our culture like yes. never before. Let's look at the book of Acts for just a moment. Please. Briefly when we see in Acts chapter 6... Uh, following the uh, the declaration of the Twelve, establishing before the Christian church the apostolic priority that the pastors Mm. are to give themselves to prayer into the ministry of the Word, immediately following one of the seven by the name of Stephen, stands up and begins to give the declaration of the gospel, golden all the way back to Abraham and the patriarchs, right up to Jesus the Messiah, and one of the things about Stephen is that he did not flinch mm. from declaring the whole counsel of God. In other words, he knew and understood that the culture wasn't a friendly culture. Listen, there once upon a time, there was a, a popular opinion where people were for the church, yeah. and now the, the popular opinion is to be against the church. Mm. That's what's popular. Yep. In our culture in America, once upon a time, there was a popular opinion that the that the uh, American culture was for the church. It was more Christian-friendly, church-friendly, uh, uh, shepherd-friendly pastor friendly well now it's the opposite but our obedience yes. to the gospel and being a voice of truth in the culture we cannot we cannot uh uh follow our dictates based upon what the culture is like Amen. paul said to preach in season Amen. and out of season he said speak the truth in love when 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 you're loved and speak it when mm. even when you're hated we our marching orders are not dependent <clears throat> upon who's in office Come on. or who's not in office is dependent upon who's on the throne. Thank you, and God. And Jesus, King Jesus, He's on the throne, and we receive our marching amen. orders from Him. Praise Somebody God. shout, "Amen!" You know,
1: I just love that. And, you know, the Book of Acts is like an unfinished Ooh, book glory. for good reason. You know, we don't. It doesn't even mention Paul's martyrdom. You know, it's like, and the very last word is is unhindered. Yes. it says Paul dwelt uh, two whole years in his own hired house, and he received all that came unto them, preaching the gospel mm. of the kingdom and teaching those things concerning. Uh, Jesus unhindered akalektos in the greek it's the very last word mm. in the greek unhindered and that's what we are released to continue to live out the book of acts yes. and bring yeah. the gospel Thank you, Lord. and persecution is for the advancement of the gospel the devil always overplays his hand look at the cross Amen. that's the right prime example yes. and so it's in some sense it's like the saying that there's no such thing as bad publicity. It's like, you know what? It's just more opportunity That's right. for the gospel. That is And right. so we've got to be taking a stand in Hallelujah. the classroom, you, in God. the libraries. And to that note, yes, Got Hope, Inc. and Kingdom Talk will be at crisis uh, in our classroom. So if you want to stop by and say hi, I'd love to shake your hand. Um, and we're going to have resources there in the back. Uh, got Hope, Inc. is the nonprofit uh, that, that uh, I, I founded with my wife. but mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have resources there at the conference, and uh, we'll have books like "I Don't Have to Choose," a children's book mm. that really equips parents to help inoculate their children against the gender confusion and the lies that are going on in the schools, in the libraries. Yes, yeah. Another book, "Mama Bear Apologetics." So we'll have that mm. there. You know, we'll be pointing people to. We'll have a a, a, a a bibliography, a list of books and websites that they can go to, and um, we'll have examples there for parents and teachers and, and, and Sunday school teachers and pastors to see, to have available for their congregants and members of their church. There's a study guide as well for that. But I'm so excited about this piece. And we're going to be pointing people towards the Brave Book Story Hour that Kirk Cameron has just yes. launched just Amen. last week, Pastor. Beautiful. It's, it's, it's wow. just hand in glove. Mm. And so we want to Amen. see dozens and dozens of virtuous story hours going on, biblically-based in the public libraries, here in Fresno, in Selma, in Kingsburg, yeah. in Clovis, on up into the uh, Oakhurst up in the mountains. Dennis, uh, you, yes.
0: you said something earlier that you know that this means a lot to me. And I'll tell you why, too, Pastor yes. and Dennis, mm-hmm. that when, when when the shepherd, when the pastor takes a stand, the whole congregation takes a stand. Yes. But it's not only the congregation. It's the children. Hmm. I, I minister to these kids on the streets all the time. And I'll tell you what, when, when again, we are the agent of hope. We are the hope of the world. And when the church is not taking the stand, you know, those kids on the street will look at that and say, well, they're not doing anything, you know. So you tend to diminish hope. And not only hope in your your congregants, but hope in the children that's watching. And so these kids feel hopeless. They're like, well, nobody even cares, so I'm just going to look out for me because nobody's going to look out for me. Nobody's going to take care of me. But when they see a pastor taking a stand like this, when they see a, a church, because kids know. Mm-hmm. Kids are the most innocent amongst us. They know what's pure. They know what's what's not. You know, you know God gave them, gave a discernment also, you know, to know right from wrong, you know, to a certain level, you know. And so when these kids look and they see the church not standing, again, it diminishes. But when they see a church taking a stand for what's truth and when they see a bold church taking a bold stand, that does something to the kids in the street. It does something to them to remind them like, oh, wow, there's still this hope. Oh wow, maybe there is somebody that cares, and maybe they will not make a decision to to get right at that moment. But but they will make a. a, a they'll come to a point where they're tired of what they're going through, and and because of what they saw, you know, before that, when they saw, man, there's a church that's taking a stand. Maybe that church really does care. When these kids are ready to make that change, they know where to go. Mm. But if we don't turn yeah. on that light, if we don't stand, you know, and take this stand. They won't even know where to go, so they'll just feel like they're stuck in their trap. So, again, I'm so excited about this. Everything is they're sharing, man. I'm about to go apostolic and start running around this aisle or this table or something, man. Come on. Let's get apostolic. No question about it. You know,
1: um, I really do appreciate the fire and the passion in you. You're an evangelist. I'm an evangelist. You know, Loto's an evangelist. And these coals are rubbing up against each other, and just there's a fire here in the studio here in KXCX. And we are so excited about what God is doing, uh, you know. And right now, live we're watching. We have we have big screens here. It says sixteen percent of Gen Zs are proud. Only sixteen percent are proud to live in the United States of America. Oh, man. And why? these reasons that we're talking about. And Pastor, the church is that city set on a hill. Yes. We're, we're to be distinct from the world. And when people like Loto's talking about. That are looking for hope, and they show up at church, and there's no real distinction, and they're mm-hmm. not seeing the light shining forth brightly mm-hmm. with fire. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, this is just another social club, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And that's why people want to be challenged. Yes, people yeah. want a pastor that will bring the truth and cause them to that's think, right. but not only think to take a stand yep. and to suffer for the gospel, mm-hmm. because yes. G- Paul said that all those, not some, but all those who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution
2: you know what uh, dennis we're not looking to suffer but it's inevitable mm-hmm. it's part of the package and yeah. it is all throughout scripture one of the things that that in preaching in america one of the doctrines in the doctrine of suffering we've it's not been included in our preaching yeah in yeah. other words the whole counsel of god Come has on. not been articulated and proclaimed exegetically expositorily from the yeah. word of god yeah but we need to, once again to 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 preach the whole counsel of god uh, i mentioned a moment ago from acts chapter five uh, I'm sorry, chapter 6, when Paul, when, Paul uh, when the apostles, the 12, make a declaration that the apostolic priority was to give themselves continually to prayer mm. and to the ministry of the Word of God. God's people in that pew across America, whether we're pastoring a church of 10 people or 10,000 people, it matters now. What matters is, is the shepherd of the local church being faithful to expositing okay. Scripture and not preaching his public opinion Come or on. what he's hearing from the news or what people Reader's are saying out there. Mm. Oh, Reader's Digest. the Reader's the, the, Digest. The, the, the sheep need to be taught from scripture, to hearing their shepherd and helping them to have a biblical discernment in the culture. For example, is, is, uh, 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 is homosexuality right or wrong? Is it a sin? Is it blessed or, or, or is it a sin? Uh, when it comes to, uh, boys and girls, the, the culture in the federal government, and uh, everybody else is is, is speaking mm. to a, to 330 million people, 330 million Americans. And basically what they're saying in essence, this is truth. Is everyone in America going to embrace and receive that as truth or is it something else? And, and that something else is God's word, is the word of God. And so what the shepherd does, he takes the scripture, he takes the word of God and verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, exegetes scripture and let the word of god let the truth of God's scripture help us once again to recapture mm. biblical discernment there is a right and there is a wrong and and uh and, and what's going on with the sexualization of our children in our country it is purely demonic and uh and so we have a we 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 will be held accountable before the lord one day what did we do with the opportunity that we had while we were alive you know uh uh to bring my thought to a close for a moment, and uh, uh, and that is that uh, we know that we're 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 rapidly losing our freedom in our nation. There there are so many freedoms that we've already lost. Yeah. A- and uh, one day, God forbid, it, it may be that if we're still here. The rapture has not taken place. That my granddaughter will, will may turn to me and say, Grandpa, uh, do you remember what freedom was like? Mm. Because we are fastly, rapidly losing our freedom, and part of the freedom is to be able to speak and say, "God created men and women. God created there's, there's a man, there's a woman, there's a boy, there's a girl, and uh, and what created the Bible said was very good. Mm. God, it is, it was, go ahead.
1: Well, it is for freedom that Christ yes. has set us free. Yes. And uh, you know we're going to not we're not going to be silenced. We're going to speak up, yes. And, and uh, at every opportunity, and we see in the. Uh, book of Acts there in chapter six, after the church was set in order with the pastors being freed up to devote themselves to the word and prayer. Yes. Okay. And there were the deacons that were uh, set in order to free them up. Um, it says that the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. I love how it's in Acts in several places. It says the word of God multiplied. It's the equivalent of saying the church multiplied. Yes. And so when we bring the word uh, the church multiplies. That's right. And people want that. Yes. They want to hear from God. And so uh, we just want to uh, thank you so much, Pastor, for for being here in Kingdom Talk Radio today. I, I hope and trust that we'll have you on again. I Amen. hope and trust that we'll have an opportunity to preach the gospel together, to pray Praise together. Uh, yes. And I'm looking forward to the 21st. That's Saturday, January 21st, uh, uh, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., This is Valley Life Community Church with Pastor Jesse. What a joy. Uh, We have like passion, and uh, I'm just excited about what God's doing in you and through you. And just real quickly, you have another event following up with this uh, with regards to life. That is
2: correct. Yeah, Lord willing, we will be having Seth Gruber with us on uh, Sunday, May the 7th at 6 p.m., and uh, we are inviting the county of Fresno to come out and listen to him. It will be held on our uh, campus there at uh, Valley Life Community Church, Selma, California. Uh, Seth Gruber, he's a founder of Voice for the Unborn, as well as the White Road Resistance, and uh, speaking truth uh, to the culture, and again, empowering the local church and Christians to be a voice for the voiceless. And we know that abortion is an industry in America that has been uh, strategically designed from the, by the powers of hell to destroy and kill children. Okay. And we believe that that uh, God is pro life. We are pro life. Yeah. This Hello. is not political. This is spiritual. This is All moral. Right. And then, I, again, uh, we the church have been silent for far too long, and you know what's beautiful to see—a young man like Seth Gruber that's just been gifted as a powerful communicator with knowledge and experience. He's like a walking encyclopedia when mm. it comes to the whole history, and uh, and that's what he will be doing when he's with us. I first came—I uh, became acquainted with him as he spoke at Jack Hibbs Church there at uh, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, and and uh, I was just on the phone with him yesterday morning, wow. just touching base a little bit on some of the details. He will be with us, and we're looking forward. And uh, and again, this is for the. Valley. This is for everyone. We're inviting pastors and uh, communities uh, to come on out uh, and listen to Seth Gruber, uh, and uh, you will be blessed. What's the date again? Sunday, May the 7th.
1: Sunday, May 7th. What time? 6 p.m. What's the best way to reach you?
2: And that is uh, 559-896-1123.
1: That's five five nine eight nine six eleven twenty three. Pastor Jesse, what a joy. Praise the Lord, Lord go with you and guide you each step of the way and make the most of every opportunity for the gospel of the kingdom of God.
2: Thank you, Danny. It's been such a pleasure Amen. meeting you for the very first time in person. Heard about <laughs> you and, and our friend Loto here. that yes. 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 just love a you, Pastor. fire for God and a love Praise for soul. God. What a privilege to have been with you today. Amen. Thank you so much for the invitation.
1: You're very Amen. welcome. And yes, you're listening to Kingdom yes. Talk Radio here on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. Every Saturday from 12 to 1, we're on YouTube. You can also go to your podcast, Spotify and Apple Podcast, and uh, like and subscribe and share, because we want to get the good news of the gospel of the kingdom of God out there. Loto, what a what an exciting time.
0: I'm, I'm so, you know, for me personally, I'm so glad he's back. You know, uh, Pastor Jesse was here years ago. As I came into Cornerstone, he was going out, so I felt gypped. I felt robbed, you know, because... <laughs> It's when I come in, They tell me about this Pastor Jesse, this Jesse guy, and never got to meet him, you know, to really hang out with him. And, and now that he's back in the Valley, man, I'm so thankful and just got to hang out with him. And now we've got this big event coming up, brother. It's 2023 is looking very good, my brother.
1: It, it really is. And I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the, this book, one of this book, I Don't Have to Choose, one of the books that we're bringing. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's really well illustrated and uh, talks about... Uh, I'm a boy because God put XY in my genes. Hurrah, I don't have to choose. Yes. Long before my first breath, it showed. It's got a picture of the baby and it's a cartoon a mm-hmm. character, kind of like, and a mother there getting an ultrasound. It shows a picture of a baby there um, on the screen. And it says, I'm a girl because God put XX in my genes. Hurrah, I don't have to choose. And on the screen, what wonderful news. So, this is the kind of content that we're wanting to equip uh, parents with, and uh, and pastors, and Sunday school teachers yes. to inoculate them against these lies. And we talked about this a good year ago, mm-hmm. uh, or more. About a thousand LBGTQ yes. books were books. donated to yep. the Fresno Library.
0: Yeah, Fresno Unified.
1: Yeah, Fresno yes. Unified yep. Libraries. Yes, mm-hmm. that's correct. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we've wanted to have a response to that. Yes. How do we respond to that? Because I was in a uh, uh, a, uh, pastor clusters meeting about six months ago. And, uh, one of the lead pastors there was talking about his wife works, uh, in the school district and such. And, um, was, they were talking about how they were finding these books in the library and parents were really complaining about what to do because their kids were getting confused. And we're like, well, so what, what should we do? And, and this is one response, uh, to that is to be able to give tools To equip parents and to really demonstrate, because this is not just kingdom talk radio. This is kingdom demonstration, isn't it? Yes, sir. That's what it's to be. Amen. Because we're all about God's word and we're not going to shrink back uh, from God's word. And I just love so much of what Pastor Jesse was saying earlier in the program here today. You know, it it really is about obedience. Yes. You know, you're not going to hear well done, good and faithful servant, unless you've done well. <laughs> yeah, and that's right in line with our, our study in First John. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, we've talked about how that it's really Amen. about faith, obedience, and love over and over in First John. Yeah, that really demonstrates whether or not we have truly been born again or regenerated. Yes. Whether or not we have fellowship with God, do we really know God?
0: Yeah. yeah you know,
1: yeah. and and so it says here in in First John chapter two verse three, And hereby we do know that we know Him if we keep His commandments. Yeah. He that says, "I know him," keeps not his commandments, is a liar, liar. and the truth is not in him. But whoso yeah. keeps his word in him truly is the love of God perfected. Mm. Hereby, or in this way, we know that we do know him, or that we know God. Yes. So, so this is uh, important for us, you know, to speak up, to take a stand, yeah. you know, uh, to challenge ourselves and mm-hmm. others. Uh, with regards to what's going on around us, and we have to be Amen. willing, yeah. be willing to to suffer for the gospel.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm so man. You know, uh, uh, for those that's been following me on the on social media, they know that this year for me is the year the coming out. And, Come on, and the church is coming out. You know, the devil and, and and his followers had three years, brother, to shut us down, to take us down, and take us out. You know, but he failed. You know, so now this year, man, the church is coming out, and I thank God so much. That, that we're finally coming out of quarantine and that, man, we're going to take this gospel, you know, to the valleys, to the highways, the byways, the streets, you know, and even to the classrooms. This is exciting stuff, brother.
1: There's no question about it. Um, you know, uh, we've been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this, yeah. and this is a Kairos moment, an opportune mm. moment for us wow. to go forward. I do want to uh, uh, just point out as well that uh, some of the uh, tools that we're going to be pointing people to, there at our table on the 21st at the crisis in the classroom Mm -hmm. conference there in Selma that we were just talking about from nine to five at Mm -hmm. uh, a Valley life community church with pastor Jesse is, is that there's also a page in this book for parents to equip parents to help children uh, to be able to navigate what's going on in the school And it says uh, here, it's got a picture of an ear and a foot, little drawings, cartoon, very colorful. It says, a gene is a tiny part in every cell of your body. Your whole body, from your ear to your finger, your hair to your leg, your nose to your toes, is made up of cells. There are more than 30 trillion cells in your body. 99.999% of every cell has an XX for a girl and an XY for a boy. So each girl has more than 30 trillion XXs in her body, and each boy has more than 30 trillion XYs in his body. Being a girl or a boy is coded in every single part of your body, from your elbow to your eyes. This is how God made you. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. So it's it's giving them some concrete information Mm. to help them when it comes to equipping their children. And we need to be... uh, about the Father's business, yeah. uh, as was mentioned earlier. And uh, so I do want to shift here on Kingdom Talk Radio mm. uh, onto what we talked about last week. I want to make a correction. I made a statement about Ben Gavir, the, one of the uh, government minister, officials, yeah. a minister there in, in the newly formed government of Benjamin so Netanyahu yeah. there, went up on the Temple Mount, and he did go on the Temple Mount. As He was largely a provocateur. Uh, so he said some things that were, you know, maybe unnecessarily provocative uh, and I, I uh, misspoke and said that he prayed up there. So he did not openly pray there on the Temple Mount. But, you know, it's it's such an important thing to just be aware of what's going on mm-hmm. uh, there in Jerusalem. Israel is God's time clock. The time clock, yeah. And, uh, and so, but on one level, it seems important for Jews and Christians to be able to pray up there on the mountain because it's pretty much uh, religious bigotry uh, there by the Muslims, because they only allow Muslims to pray on the Temple Mount. Wow. You know, so on that level alone, just for freedom. Yeah. Freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. Um, because Moshe Dayan, Dayan, when he went in there in 1967, he decided to not take over the Temple Mount um, and destroy the mosque. Uh, and uh, so since then, uh, Muslims have had exclusive uh, rights to worship there. And yet it's only their third holiest site, as to where yeah. for Jews, it's their most See, holy site. Yes, yes. So it yes. just seems upside down. Yeah. But yet the UN and the woke mob, really, mm-hmm. there at the UN, uh, are really uh, turning against Israel. They're coming up with a, a UN re- resolution to condemn Israel again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're holding special councils, you know, to try and intervene in this. And nobody there is doing anything that's out of the status quo. Yeah. Uh, Jews are allowed to visit the mount and Ben Gavir did that, mm-hmm. uh, and but they're making this huge stink uh, there at the UN, and uh, they're really good at that, uh, and so uh, it's just amazing to see the hypocrisy there, because really the bigotry, you want to talk about apartheid,
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: really happening in Gaza. Mm. How many Jews live in Gaza?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You do, virtually zero. Mm-hmm. How many Palestinians live in Jerusalem, live in Israel? Th- tens of thousands yes, yes. T- hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of palestinians in israel zero jews in gaza yeah where hamas is which is a terrorist organization yeah and so what ben gavir was wanting to do is to make a s- statement by going up there he probably said some things that were a little too inflammatory mm-hmm. but just by going up there is to say look we're not going to kowtow to terrorists yeah you know so yeah. it's a mixed bag I don't have it all figured out. You know, yeah. uh, you know, as the psalmist says, my heart is not haughty, nor are my eyes lofty. Yeah. I have not exercised myself in matters that are too great for me. Mm-hmm. Surely I've behaved and quieted myself as a child that is weaned from his mother. I am even as a weaned child. Let Israel hope in the Lord now and yes. forever. And so uh, we do need to be humble and, and recognize yeah. we don't have it all figured out. And yeah. it's a complicated issue there on the Temple Mount, but um,
0: well, in, in, in these times, I I, I don't know. If I, I'm, I think I'm a little bit more thankful that they have a, a leader uh, like uh, Bibi uh, behind the wheel on this one. I hear you. Yeah, during I mean, this time, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, you know, and and uh, so you know, he's he's definitely going to protect Israel.
0: Yes, yes.
1: You yeah. know, and we need to be praying for the peace yeah. of Jerusalem. They shall prosper that love thee, says the mm-hmm. scriptures and uh, we need to pray for Jordan and Syria and yes. Egypt and uh, Saudi Arabia and Iran as well. Yep. Uh, but it was really quite interesting Loto. I don't know if anybody else caught this, but I've been following up. I have my hand on the pulse. Of this. I've been watching UN meetings. It's pretty mm-hmm. interesting to do. Mm-hmm. I've actually been to the UN and toured it. It's quite uh a you know interesting place to be. Yeah. Uh, and they're in New York City and uh, and so but uh, there was this one it was the ambassador uh, of Israel to the United Nations that really berated the U.N. for its hypocrisy, its, its anti-Semitism, and its attack on Israel. And, uh, you know, he was pointing out that this is status quo. There's nothing here that's going on that is uh, not within line with what we've been doing for, for for decades, ever since really 1948 or 1967. Yeah. And so, but he it was really interesting because he actually quoted— Psalm, I'm sorry, Isaiah 56. Oh, wow. And it was, uh, my house shall be called a house of prayer for mm. all nations. All nations. And he said there's a day coming where that's going to happen. And, of course, as Christians, we know that Jews do believe Messiah is coming for the first time, they believe, but we know he's coming back for the second time. Uh, but that uh, that he was pointing out that when Messiah comes, he says, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. I thought that was quite interesting and insightful to see that
0: yeah that, that really is interesting I, I haven't really paid attention to that i've been busy watching that uh that uh, ultimate fighting um uh, matches over there at the congress yeah <laughs> went a few rounds long so didn't have time to look at you
1: <laughs> yeah you know that i i have not had as much uh, exposure to that tell us a little bit more what was going on there oh my
0: goodness <laughs> they should have charged at the door they would have right. made a lot of money, you know. Uh, <laughs> they sort of would have sold a lot of concessions. Weighing in uh, <laughs> in this corner is Senator. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen rounds, you know. So, but no, it's it's amazing, man. I'm I'm really really thankful because you know uh, uh, I, w- the nation got to see their their their, their uh, you know public servants at work. You know, go figure. Give, you know, the politicians had to earn their spot. They didn't just get the chair because it was their turn. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not a monarchy. You know. This is, this is the Republic, you know, so it, it was, yeah, it was it was kind of gut-wrenching, you know. Um, uh, uh, you know, you got a little squirmish and all that, but at least they they, they did their job. They, they, you know, they actually had to prove themselves and earn their spot, you know. Um, so, so it's pretty exciting, you know. Uh, I think things are going to take a turn for the better because they're definitely on alert now that everybody is watching. And I mean that literally because I believe they just contracted C-SPAN to have cameras, you know, in, in the Congress, mm-hmm. uh, in the people's house, you know, yeah. but go figure, you know, wow. They let us look into our own house, you know, yep. we pay for it and they, they give us the privilege for us to watch what they're doing. So we'll see what happens, you know, moving forward. I think it's a great start though. Yeah. Very well, promising.
1: yes, it's important to see a, a balance of power there for sure. Yeah. No question about it. Yeah. Now, um, the thing is, uh, just going back to what we were talking about earlier about equipping parents and so on, yeah. I did want to point out that Kirk Cameron is really responding to the, the cries of parents, uh, and he's heading out. He, he, he sent out a, a letter to 50 libraries, five zero libraries, and he requested to be able to read his new children's book that he wrote, okay, illustrated book, that really extols the virtues of the, of the fruits of the Spirit. Okay. So it's nicely illustrated, beautiful book, child's book. And they all uh, said no. And these are all libraries that had uh, allowed, even sponsored many of them, uh, drag queen story hours in their library. And so then Kirk Cameron very wisely wrote back uh, and calmly and and said that, uh, well, I have a constitution here and it tells me that this is my right, you know, as as an American citizen. So um, I'm asking again, and if not, I'm asking politely, but if not, then we'll, we'll see you in court. All of a sudden, all these doors started opening. They're falling like dominoes, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And so this is uh, an opportunity for us to respond. Um, it's his new, Cameron's new book is As You Grow, and uh, very, very well done. And, uh, you know, he had a, a recent appearance in an in Indianapolis library where thousands of people showed up. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. They couldn't fit them into the building. Praise the Lord. And the library oh, told him when he asked, they said, well, we don't have an interest in that. Our 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 citizens are not interested in that. Wow. And yet, it, record, there's never been that yeah. many people show up for any event in the history of that library. Gosh. So there's a sleeping giant. Yeah. And that's you and I. That's... Our listeners, that's the Church of Jesus Christ. Yes, and we need to be awake, awake to righteousness and sin not. Paul says in First Corinthians fifteen, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. We we are called to awaken. We are the light. We once were darkness. Now are you light in the Lord? So let's walk as children of the light. And and that's what that's what we're doing, uh, and wanting to encourage others to do. Yeah, and so. Um, these 50 woke libraries, they initially, you know, denied him access. Yeah. And uh, when they pushed back, well, and that's what we need to do sometimes. We, As Christians, you know, in a, in a loving way, you know, we need to push back.
0: Amen, brother. I pray that this show today yeah. and and, and what, what, you're, what we're talking about with Kirk Cameron, I pray that it, 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 it shows even more uh, how much we're on the winning side. Mm-hmm. We win. I, I don't care how despairing things look and all that. But we're the one that's winning here you know if God before us who can stand against us no weapon formed against us will prosper you know a uh, greater see who's in us than he was in the world and I pray that again. That, that that Christians, you know, and churches and pastors do come out, come out of the, you know, come out, you know, from 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 the hiding, from the from the wandering and all of that. Like, no, we be, this is our country. God has blessed us with this nation. It was God's mighty move that gave us this nation. This is mm-hmm. a nation where we should freely share the gospel, freely preach the gospel, and freely celebrate Jesus. You know, but somehow we've allowed the enemy to tell you know to to. To put us in a corner, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to be afraid, and so as we looked at, but when we looked outside, there was nobody out there doing anything. Now that we see the Kirk Camerons, now that we see, you know, a uh, uh, Jim, you know, now we now we see, you know, you know, uh, Pastor Jesse and Pastor, Frank, you know, all these that's that's out there, you know, uh, uh, fighting a good fight. And the thing that I really pray that people take away is that man, the Constitution is on our side.
2: The Constitution
0: is, is is on our side, and and that man, I thank God for the Constitution because. It does give us uh, certain freedoms that, man, once these people understand that we understand that, like those dominoes you just talked about, they'll start falling just like, you know, these these libraries that are finally getting in line. But that's not going to happen if we don't take a stand.
1: Well, absolutely. And We need to be reminded of our Constitution. You know, yes, the First sir. Amendment, Congress shall pass no law respecting the establishment of religion. Yeah. Well, many times people stop there, right? Yeah. Or prohibiting the free Exercise thereof. Yep, yep. Free Amen. exercise. F R E E. And that, let's be those who are exercising that
0: freedom. Yes, that, that's why they replaced, they replaced history class. That's why they replaced, yeah. you know, with uh, social, you know, justice, uh, uh, justice and social re engineering, yeah. you know, and all that. You know, and that's why they were so quick to try to erase our, our history when they took down all the statues and all that. You know, it was it was. You know, they just used that as the, as a decoy to erase our history. Mm-hmm. You know that points to to the God of true justice.
1: Yes, you know. Uh, and Kirk Cameron went on to say that we've been flooded with emails and so, comments uh, man, on social media. With people can, pleading yeah. with us to come to their libraries. But let's take it one better. Yeah. How about we go to the library? Come on, you, man. ma'am, you, sir. Well, how about we go into the library and we start our own library virtuous story hour Thank you, uh, here in Fresno, in Clovis. And so if you'll come on the 21st, I'd like to talk to you more about that in person uh, there in Selma for that event, Crisis in the Classroom at yeah. Valley Life Community Church on the 21st from 9 to 12. Your pastor's going to be there, Loto? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: My, my favorite pastor in the world There you go. He's definitely going to be there, man. I'm excited. This is exactly what the church needs to be doing. And this is what it means to equip our people.
1: You know, speaking of which, you know, um, I saw your pastor last night at mm. the, uh, the fasting, uh, gathering, there. Yeah. prayer and fasting, 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yeah. That is, uh, such a privilege to be a part of that Loto. And you've yeah. been, you've been a part of it since the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, to, uh, to see all these pastors and leaders uh, you know, coming together and gathering at a different church every single uh, night for these 21 days and to get the different flavors of the <laughs> pastors and the churches and the congregations. Yes. It's just a joy. And we, we had, uh, there were somewhere like uh, 15 or 20 pastors or leaders that got up and prayed last night and it was uh, a joy to be there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can uh, go online and actually um, see all uh, of the churches and so on. Yeah. It's 21 days of prayer and fasting, January 9th through the 29th. Mm-hmm. And there's resources online and North Park yes. org. North Park Church, one word. Yep. Dot org. It, and, isn't it, it
0: just a taste of heaven? It, it, no, and it is. It glister, and, and isn't it? Man, brother, it's like going to Uncle or Auntie's house every night, man. It there is the you most go. Awesome. Thing, you no, know? it really is because it's, yes. it's the family
1: of God. Yeah, and uh, you know, God hope uh, spearheaded uh, a similar thing up in the mountains. Man, for and God. it's really uh, a kingdom dynamic. Talk yes. about kingdom talk. Mm-hmm. It was amazing, Loto, and you, you see, you you can experience this even here in Fresno. Is that you'll have people that will show up to an event like this yep. at any one of these nights over the next twenty one days. And it's like cousins yeah, that have man. seen each other for years, because maybe yeah. aunts and uncles have been fighting, and their yeah. cousin they just want to hang out with their cousins. Yeah, and now they're getting along and getting together. And there's just a look, and people are like, "Wow!" They're seeing an expression of yep. the kingdom of God Amen. because one local church is not the whole no, kingdom. No, as good as a church may be, or yeah. as maybe not as biblical, but a, even a really good biblical church is not bringing the full-orbed
0: Ooh, good. Uh,
1: kingdom yeah. expression yeah. when you've got apostles, prophets, mm-hmm. evangelists, pastors, and teachers
0: Amen. that are
1: gathered together. And this is what's happening uh, here in Fresno. Yep. So uh, check it out and, and come be a part of it because uh, we know that when in the book of Exodus there at the very end, after Moses built the tabernacle according to the pattern that God showed him on the mount, that when everything was in place and the curtains were set up and the... And, and all of the furniture in there, the table of showbread and the Ark of the Covenant and the altar of all that was put together and the priest was anointed, yeah. okay? And he had on his priestly garment. Everything was done according to the pattern God showed. It says that the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. They couldn't even minister. They just fell on their faces to worship. Amen. So God looks down from heaven and he sees, wow, look at Fresno and Clophus. Look, look what's going on here. They're gathering together according to the pattern, that God has shown us on the mount, uh, we've come into Mount Zion, the city of the living God, heavenly Jerusalem, to the general assembly, the church of the firstborn, the spirits of just men made perfect. And so, so uh, then the glory of the Lord fills it when we're worshiping. It's so powerful. Yes. The worship leader last night he stopped singing. He just, the whole congregation was just just boisterous.
0: Oh man! Man, it was Thank glorious. You. It is. A,
1: it is a touch of heaven.
0: Yeah, and then you get all the different spices. Yeah, you know, The different seasonings. You know, it's just, I love it. I, the I buffet. I, the, the, the body of Christ is so diverse. You want to talk about equity? Come to one of these services, man. You will see just diversity. There you go. It's just different. I, it's amazing. I, I love it so much, especially as a blind person.
1: Uh, you know, because obviously
0: I can't see everybody, but, man, I can hear the love. Yes, you I can. I can hear the different accents. I can hear the different way of worship. Yep. And, it, man, I just get so giddy, you know, during this time of the year. And I, I, I love it. And and, and, and you know, again, this is for uh, the 21-day fast. You know, there's uh, uh, 50 to 100 churches that have committed, you know, to praying for our communities. And so, we, you know, we committed to a 21-day of fast. And, and so this is why we have the 21 days going from church to church to church. Even if you're not at the point where you're fasting, which you should be. You should be fasting. We all should be fasting. But even if not, just coming to these services, right, Dennis? Yeah. It's so worth it.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It really is. It's like a holiday season in some sense, but it's a, yeah. it's a holy day Thank season. Thank you, God. Yeah, man. Uh, you use this excitement in the air. Mm-hmm. And if you're not able to fast, you know, uh, and just do water only or whatever, then just mm-hmm. fast maybe red meat or, or yeah. fast sweets or coffee or or maybe so social food. media or yeah. whatever. If you're on medication, then maybe you're fasting, uh, social, you know, so, something else. But but and you can go on and off the fast. That's what I'm kind of joining in, doing different types throughout the 21 yeah. days. You know, there's, yeah. there's a vegetable only, there's water only for a day or two, or, yes. or or social media or what have you. But come join in. Go to NorthParkChurch.org. This is not a North Park Church event. This no. is a Kingdom event. Yes, Amen. again, there's 50 churches. Yep. Uh, even Sierra Pines, the the church where I, think, I attend uh, and I minister and teach there as well, but yeah. but um, you know it's uh, it's an exciting uh, thing to be a part of. We're just grateful that uh, you are listening in. Uh, please uh, just uh, go online and go to uh, Facebook here at KXEX and, and like and share, or go on your podcast and share uh, Kingdom Talk Radio. You can also go to Overflow with Phil and Yot- Loto. They have their own podcast as well. It's a very biblically based program, but we're just grateful for you. The Lord is on the move. He's filled us with the spirit. He's given us the tools and the implements for righteousness. Let's go forward in faith. God bless you all.